It's the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, episode 23, Planning Like a Punk. Punk Rock Classrooms, good morning, good afternoon, maybe it's the nighttime, maybe you're driving, maybe you're planning. I am Mike, uh, principal extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois. And this is Josh Buckley, a social studies teacher from Mesa, Arizona, and we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. Mike, we're going to bring a little bit of DIY, we're going to bring a little bit of passion, we're going to bring a little bit of unity, and we're going to create our classrooms and we're going to make them seem like punk shows. That's what we're all about here. Yeah, and it's and it's all right. If you've never been to a punk show, you're not into the, the music or the scene, we can all be punks here. I mean, if you're watching the YouTube version, Josh and I are wearing our button-up shirts right now. That's right. We're looking fancy today. Looking we fancy. look very fancy today. So <laughs> we are all welcome. Everyone's welcome here at the Punk Rock Classrooms. All right. So, Mike, this season we've decided that we're going to dive into specific topics we had a really great uh punk uh uh, punk rock collaboration last week where i did an interview with fook tran before that we talked about uh you know the idea of you know um you know what's it mean to like classroom management like a punk well today we want to take that next step and we want to talk about what does it mean to plan like a punk right now planning might seem counterintuitive or different from what you think about punk rock But let's be honest, being punk is not about flying by the seat of your plaid pants, right? Like sometimes, you know, if if you want to teach like a punk, we got to plan like a punk. That means that, you know, we've got to make sure that we're involving our crew. We're planning to build that scene. We're planning to amplify student voices. And really, we got to plan to be flexible, right? Like just like your sister's skinny jeans, the one you used to wear back in the scene days, because those were nice and stretchy. We got to be able to plan for flexibility as punk rockers. So let's jump into that. I, I want to ask you, Mike, like as an administrator, you know, we, we talk about like running schools like a punk show, running our classrooms like a punk show. So right now, I know the world is a little weird. Things are a little crazy. Planning is a little different. But for you, you know, how do you plan like a punk as an administrator? How do you make sure that you're, you're, you're doing those things that, that what you're pulling off as an administrator stays punk rock? How, how do you plan for that? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great question. I mean, and like you said, it's, there is a lot of planning in, in punk rock. I keep thinking back to like a show, right? When you right. go to a show, the band has obviously planned their set list out. They practice their songs. They know what they're going to do, but they have that flexibility where someone in the crowd shouts out like, oh, play this, like off of their first record that they, they, don't, they haven't played in years. And the band will sometimes all right. And then they'll throw it in. The- <laughs> so right. I kind of look at my planning like that when, when I'm working with the staff, like I always have to know, you know, I'm not a very, like, I'm not a type A person, you know, and I know a lot of administrators are a lot of educators are type A, like this is what it says. This is what we're going to do. And right. I'm not like that. Um, but I'm not like a fly by the seat of my pants either. Cause I, I have an idea. So when I make plans or we're planning anything, I, I look at, it's, it's almost kind of like making a blueprint, right? Or, right? or an outline. Like I have... You're writing your set list, man. Yeah, I have my set list. I have my script. 
But I got to know, like, in between playing Journey to the End of the East Bay and Nihilism, somebody might <laughs> shout out there, hey, play Rats in the Hallway. All right, so we're going to throw it in. So <laughs> it, it, it's more of an, of a, of an outline. And right. when I like to plan, I, I'm never the smartest person in the room. Um, and I don't have all the answers. And sometimes I'm not good at planning because I, I look at the things like that I'm passionate about and the things that I like, obviously the things that would be strengths of mine. Right. And the things that aren't, I see, I'll tend to leave out. So I want to get everyone involved. Like, so for example, we, you know, if, if you've been listening to the podcast, we are fully remote. Our students are fully remote. Um, we are beginning to look at how can we bring students back. Right, right. And that's a lot of planning. That right there is a lot of planning. Right. So yeah. we're looking, you know, we're, we're about to, in a couple weeks, end quarter one, and then quarter two is going to run from like October 19th to right before we leave for winter break. Right. So we're kind of thinking students will start to come back for live sessions after winter break. Yeah. So we need to start planning now because like you said, it's, it's a ton of work. So what I've done is, I mean, my, myself, my assistant principal, we can sit down and we can come up with a plan, but we, we don't want that. So first I've assembled a crew and it's funny because I call them a crew. Like, you I gotta don't have your the, crew. You gotta have your, that's a committee. Gotta have your crew. <laughs> gotta have your crew. So I don't call them the committee. I call them, you know, Hey, this is the, the bringing kids back to school crew. And it's comprised of, and like, we've talked about this and we talked about it at the beginning of the show, like everyone, regardless of your differences or right. you, know, you were a skate punk or the hardcore kid or the sky kid or the emo kid or goth, like you all, we all have value. We've talked about that on other episodes. Right. So I've got, you know, a, a teacher from each grade level. I've got paraprofessionals. I've got, you know, social work, psychologists, reading specialists, parents, the school nurse, trying to get every voice possible right yeah to, to cover everything right and we're gonna sit down because some of the the crew has been asking me like well so they, they think that within three hours we're gonna hash out a very detailed plan to propose to the school board and i said no 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 one we're not gonna make a plan in three hours yeah we're gonna look at what are the things we need to focus on what are the the obstacles that we can plan for now that may happen if kids come back, whether it's an AM PM shift, it's a Monday, right, right. Wednesday, you know, what do we, what do we even need to do? Um, so we're going to sit down and we got three hours carved out on Monday uh, morning to just kind of to tackle this. So we're going to, we're going to like kind of break off into groups. Um, I'm going to get like a different, you know, a different personality or person with expertise in each group. So there's a good mixture and, yeah. you know, everyone's going to get assigned like a topic. If you ever done like a strategic plan, it's going to kind right. of work like that. That's, that's why I envision it, you know, and just, all right, you guys are talking about, um, you know, before and after school procedures, this group over here is going to talk about how do we handle recess? This group over here, how do we handle um, you know, just the, the day to day, like, specials and right you know. right so just trying to to get it and knowing that we've got to listen to everyone's voice and everyone's voice is just as important um we're going to have disagreements 
but we need to hear everyone out and respect them and then come together. Like we're not going to, I'm not going to put anything on the plan that isn't like agreed upon by everyone. It's not, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say, okay, that's what you guys all said. Well, I really think it should be this. And I'm you know, right. You've got you've to let them know that they have a voice in it. And, right. And, and that's the idea we've talked about before right. about this idea of like passing the mic, right. Sharing, sharing that load because you, you, you started the conversation with this, right? Like we have to admit that we're, we're not the smartest people in the room always. Right. right? We have to admit that we don't know everything, especially, especially like, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a 12th grade high school teacher. So I don't know what it's like to be just a freshman teacher on my campus. Right. I don't know what those kids are like every day in the classroom. I, and, and I can't even like, you know, we do district wide planning sometimes. I don't know what it's like to be a, you know, a third grade special education teacher. I, I don't know what that is like. I don't know what it's like to be an IA and, you know, a parapro in, in one of those programs. And so we can't expect to be experts and go like, well, this is the plan I came up with because right. I know everything, right? And, and like you said, it's, it's building that crew. So it seems like, you know, you're really setting up this idea to hear all of these voices and really go, okay, this is, this is how we're going to make it work. This is, this is what we do. So how are you, how do you think that you, you know, if that's your sort of COVID planning, let's pretend if we can, let's pretend that that doesn't happen. How do you make sure that you're planning when you're planning a normal staff meeting or you're planning, you know, the return to school stuff, how do you plan for that to be sort of punk rock? What do you do to make sure that that's going? And, and I guess this is a good segue to say like, congratulations, sir, your final manuscript got sent in for the, uh, the education cookbook. So that's, that's, that's rad. The culture cookbook yeah, is in. So, I mean, how are you planning to, to kind of make sure that you're hitting that DIY, that unity, that, that passion, how do you plan for that? What does that look like when you're preparing for a, a staff meeting or a faculty discussion or something like that? Yeah, well, that, oh, it's funny because that's, like that's my favorite part of <laughs> being a school principal. Like, so, I mean, hence why I wrote a, a whole book about it. So, yeah, like you said, I just turned in the manuscript yesterday. So six to eight months, we should all be holding uh, <laughs> copies of it. And, and, you know, I'm excited about that. And for, for me... I look at like the staff meetings, like if it's a punk show, right? Like mm -hmm. we've talked about it. When you go to a show, the band's got passionate energy and they're getting everyone involved. So if you come to one of my staff meetings, and I hate saying mine because it's not really mine, it's ours. But if you come to one that I've organized um, or my assistant principal, you know, we, we sit down a lot and plan it together. We look at ways, okay, how can we get everyone mixed up like meaning not all fifth grade sits together and then right. they just have their fifth grade conversation like how can we get it where you've got kindergarten first second third fourth fifth all mingling and, and yeah, having yeah, a yeah. conversation about whatever we need to talk about whether it's hey we need to get better safety procedures on the playground um hey we got to look at you know our, our winter uh nwea assessment uh data so i want them to know you know to branch out so we look at ways that we can do that and you know different things like as they walk in hey you get a playing card all fives go sit over here so we mix them up and then i look at it this way too and we've said we no one wants to go to a show where the band is just going through the motions to get through their set list right. and then they can go to bed those shows suck and no one wants to go see the band anymore <laughs> no teacher wants to go sit in a faculty meeting after school 
after you've worked seven, eight hours, right, right. now go listen to an administrator read bullet points. So I hardly ever have a PowerPoint slideshow. And I think of ways, what are things like I would want to do? How can I get people up? How can I get them moving? How can I get them laughing and enjoying the, the, the right? Like building, building that community and that scene right. in your, it, with your staff. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's all, you have to have a plan. You can't just wake up each day and be like, well, I don't know what I'm going to teach today. I don't know what we're going to do. You have to right. have an idea. <laughs> well, especially if, if, especially, you know, as a classroom teacher, especially if you want to make sure that you, you're doing those things we talk about, if you want to make sure that you're, you're amplifying student voices, you want to make sure that you're, you know, engaging kids, that you're treating that, that classroom, especially if you want to bring the passion to what you're doing, you can't just wake up and roll in and go like, I, I guess this is what I'm doing today, right? There's got, there's got to be a little planning behind it. And for me, it's always about like, well, what do I want to accomplish with this, right? Like, what's the thing that I've, you know, what's the thing that what's I've got? Yeah, what's the outcome? What do I got to teach today, right? What's the show I got to put on? What's the, right. what's the, what's the song I, that we got to play today? And then it comes to like, how do I make that something that's interactive for kids? What's the way that I make that more engaging for my students? What's the way that I make that so my students have choice in what it looks like for them, right? How do I make it that my students aren't just sitting there and I'm pouring knowledge into their heads, right? Like, so we, um, after October break, right, we go on our, uh, our quarter ends for the, the second, right, October 2nd. So the Friday before this came out. So last Friday, my quarter ended and we have a, a week off and then we come back to school and we're coming back five days a week, right? Right now we're on this hybrid model. I see half my yeah. kids on Monday, the other half on Tuesday, we have Wednesdays off, and then we, we do that whole thing again. Well, I'm gonna have all of my students who are staying in person in class five days a week. Well, that's a big transition, right? That's, we are upending it. Kids have not been in school for five days a week since March, and they have only been in school two days a week for the last three weeks. Right, right. So this is a big switch for them. So for me, I'm planning, I planned out my, my unit to like, okay, well, we're going to finish, you know, the big important concepts before the quarter ends, right? There, I just couldn't get the, I couldn't get the test done because of all these yeah. changes and modified, but I wanted to plan it out. Like when we come back, I don't have to, I don't have to hit the ground running with new content, right? Because I got to build that community with my kids. It's a new, right. it's like starting the school year over again. We, they, no one's been in a room with this many people on campus for a while. We haven't done that. So we got to ease back into it. So my planning comes down to this. I have a test, right? An assessment that I got to prepare my kids for, right? The outcome is like, do they understand, um, you know, aggregate demand, aggregate supply and all that stuff, fiscal policy, right? Big yeah. AP econ stuff. Well, when we get back, yeah, fun stuff, right? So when we get back, my kids, we're going to practice and we're going to practice. And it's not just like, here's your worksheet. At the end of the period, we'll use the last 10 minutes to go over it. Like that, that's not engaging. That doesn't get them. Right. It, that doesn't. So would it be easier for me to just slap a worksheet in front of them? Yeah, but that's not punk rock. That's not the show. That's not engaging right. them in it. So when we get back, we're going to do Godzilla economics. So- we watch clips from Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2. And, oh, that's awesome. And we graph what happens to the economy, right? So Godzilla attacks, what does that do for GDP and the economy? We graph it out. 
And then we talk about, well, how does, what can the government do to fix the economy? How much money do they have to spend? How much do they have to cut taxes in order to do that? And so we're working through the problem and it's a silly problem. It's dumb. We get to watch Godzilla. We get to do something silly for it, but we're actually doing the work. And so I go like, I go like, okay, here's the thing I have to accomplish. How do I sprinkle the punk rock on it? Right. Right. How do I sprinkle the sort of DIY attitude? Right. Well, I, I didn't go buy a worksheet from teachers pay teachers. I like, I go ahead and I play a dumb clip from a Godzilla movie and we talk about it. I got some butcher paper. Um, Each, every person gets a big piece of butcher paper and they go ahead and we're going to draw, you know, we're going to draw this stuff out. We're going to graph this stuff out. The other side of that ends up being like, okay, how do I get them to engage with each other? How do I get them to talk to each other? And that's weird right now, right? Because we're in COVID. We all have masks on. You can't group work. So it ends up being like, okay, with your shoulder partner, right? Don't share the paper with them. Don't share the marker with them. But look at your neighbor's graph. Did they draw the same thing you did? Tell them why it looks different. How did you come up with that, right? And, And engaging students in what that looks like. I've been using Padlet a lot to engage those nice. kids because we have yeah, to plan in a different kid. way. Just right. because we, just because we can't talk to each other, just because we can't get into a group and we can't like, you know, be together in this virtual space and we all can't unmute at the same time. Right. That doesn't work. So we have to, unpl- I had a plan for how do I still make it engaging? And so, okay, here's our big topic we're talking about. Everybody answer this question on Padlet. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Uh, John, tell me why you put that right. Like, you know, Ava, tell me why you put that one for that. And we get to discuss and we get to talk and we get to share. We get to see what everybody's thinking. And really it comes down to like, you, you, you gotta have some plan and I, and I get it. I am not the person with the plan book. I am not the type A person either. I don't have the plan put book. You know, we talked about this, uh, you know, like I don't have the uh, anticipatory set. I don't have that down. I don't, I don't have those things in place. But what I do know is this is, I, I've planned it out. This is what I want to talk about. This is what we're going to do today. And here's how I'm going to make it the punk show, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Cause right now, you know, and, and I'm, I'm thinking about when we come back live. Right. Um, and especially with, you know, and, I, and I've been watching our teachers who are teaching virtually, you know, on Microsoft Teams, you got all the kids up there. Because we have to keep kids apart and keep the masks on, I think, you know, because it does require a lot of planning, like what you're saying, like your lesson with your shoulder, you have to think all these things out. Right. And it's easy. It's easier because everything is so overwhelming for, for all educators right now to just do the old school, like I'm here, you're all on here, I'm going to deliver you information. Right. Or, you know, if the kids are back or half your class is back or whatever, it's you're in the front and they're just, you're just talking to them. Like, and there's no like movement. And I know there can't be like much movement because you only got your six feet, but there's things you can do to still get them involved. And, you know, all of these online platforms, I mean, like there's, there's breakout rooms and things you can do with that. And I see some teachers doing it. Um, you know, or they're taking small groups at a time, like, you know, your group A from nine to nine forty-five. Right, right. Um, but it's going to require planning and it, it kind of goes back to getting out of your comfort zone. Like this is exactly. uncomfortable for everybody. Oh, it's, there's, there's no doubt that this is uncomfortable. And, but that, that's where that flexibility comes in though. Yes. Right. 
Like you gotta try it. Yeah. If it doesn't work, you tweak it and you look, how can I make it better next time? How can I, and if it doesn't work, you gotta have that crew and go talk to them and and have that collaborate communication and collaboration. Like, Hey, I can't figure out how to right do this. The kids are losing interest because it's just me talking all the time. What can we do? Especially right now, like when we're planning right now, don't plan in a silo, right? Get your, right. get your colleagues together, get them on Zoom, get them on WebEx, Microsoft Teams, whatever you're using and talk about it, right? Like we have a PLC, my, my, my 12th grade social studies PLC, we're economics and government teachers, right? And we can't talk about the curriculum exactly because we all teach something different. I'm the only right. AP econ teacher. We've got an AP gov teacher. We've got regular econ. So we're all in the room together. So what we end up talking about is how are you doing this? How are you doing your tests knowing that every kid can just look up an answer on their phone when they're remote, right? Right. right. Well, how are we making that happen? You know, and, and we all ping pong ideas off of each other. So we're not in that silo. It, and it comes down to like, we talk about, you know, that flexibility comes down to, you and I have been in, have been to shows that have been in bowling alleys, that have been in basements, that have been, I've been to outdoor shows with a generator. All of that takes planning, man. Oh, like, yeah. how do you do any of that uh, if you're not doing a little planning beforehand, right? Someone's got to get the generator ready. Somebody's got to get the PA together. Somebody's got to put the flyers together and do all that right. work to make that show happen. And so we can't pretend that you're going to be able to walk into your classroom virtually or in person and have it be that punk show, have it be engaging, have it be, you know, have that passion, have that unity, create that sense of like community in your classroom. If you're not going to do that planning before. Right. If you collaborate with your team, you don't have to do all the work alone. Just like you were talking right. about, talking about to start this, you're not going to make the plan on how school is going to open with kids in it by yourself. You try to do that by yourself. Imagine all the time you're going to have to spend outside of your administrator right. day to get that to happen, right? But if you can bring people together and you can multiply your ability to do the work, right? Because again, I'm not an expert in all this stuff. I'm not right. the whiz kid at technology, right? Um, so sometimes I've got to ask, right? I'm the guy who wouldn't put a test on Canvas forever, the only test I put on Canvas was our final exam because we had to make it together. Right. So I didn't know how to put tests on Canvas. Someone made it and shared it with me. So I had to like ask people like, oh crap, I've never done this before. How do I add in, how do I add a picture to a Canvas, like a Canvas uh, test question, right? So I had to lean on my crew. Otherwise I would have been up till whatever o'clock at night right. going through the tutorials that our, that our district put together. But if we can collaborate and there's so many ways to do it, there's so many ways to plan together right now, right? Whether you're using a Discord chat or you've got, you know, you can use your Microsoft Teams chat we use WebEx to kind of shoot questions to each other all the time, right? So you're not alone. You're not in that silo by yourself. And so planning doesn't have to be a solo act, right? right. Get the band together, man. Like, like don't do, don't go alone. Cause you're going to give your, you're going to make yourself, you're going to kill yourself trying to tackle all these changes by yourself. Right. I mean, yeah, you have to have your crew behind you. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to our kindergarten team here four teachers and they have split up like, all right, you know, you are going to be in charge of kind of like the math stuff. You're right. going to be in charge of like, you know, reading and number or reading and, and letter sounds, you know, so they, they've kind of split up 
what they're doing and it's made it more manageable than having one person say, I got to cover all this with kindergartners virtually who've never been in school before. Right, right. It made me think when you, you were talking about all the different ways to connect, it made me think of all these bands when the quarantine started. Right, what are they doing they were, now, right? They were making their videos when they're each in their own house. Like Goldfinger did a whole slew of, of yeah. them. And seeing them each playing in their own house, not together, but they're still practicing and just jamming. Like right. there's so many tools we can use that we've always had that we need to take advantage of um, and use it. And, and I've said this on the, on the show before. I really, that's one of my goals and my hopes, my hopes, it's not my goal, but a hope of mine is that we're able to take, you know, we're able to take the stuff that has always worked. And when things kind of go back to normal, right. Use those old methods, but also mesh in with the new, like in, in, um, the, I, I made a comparison. Look at records, vinyl, right? Right. Right. You collect vinyl. You still buy vinyl. You know, you're always getting things and you got a record play in your office. Vinyl was one of the first modes to ever distribute right. music to people. Right. Right. And it's still and, around and it's still around, but we also have Spotify. And right. iTunes, where you can just any, literally any song you want, boom, here it is. And you use that too. But the reason vinyl's still around is, well, one, because it's cool, but it works, right? Right. If, and it sounds good. And, and there's, there's something fun. There's something about, right? We talk about this, this idea of like hands-on. There's something super hands-on about, about doing right. that work with this. And, and, and to about picking up that record, putting the needle down, like there's, like there's that, that hands-on aspect of it that when we go back, you're right, we got to be able to mesh those things together. You think about everything we're learning. Right now, we're going to have teachers doing uh, virtual um, parent-teacher conferences, yep. something we've never Always. done, something we've never done before. Maybe, right. you, maybe you made a phone call, but we have the ability now, right? And we know how to do it. And we know how to do it well, that if you have a parent who just can't make it to your parent-teacher conference on time, they can't make it there, they can't get to school, they work too far away, whatever it is, you now have a way to yep. connect with that parent, to connect them to campus when they may not have been able to do it before. Right. We got to yeah. use, you pair the old with the new and, and, and whenever this may be normal, we get back to being able to do things like maybe we were before. I, I, I agree with you. I hope that we don't forget the cool things that we've been able to do differently because of this. It's forced us to do some things differently. I just, yeah, because I hope that educators wouldn't just revert to back what they've been doing for 15, 20 years, because that's like their comfort. Like, right. To mesh the two, it's going to take planning. You're oh, going sure. to have to plan out how can you make it work. Um, but I think it could be a, a successful and extremely, like, just a, imagine that classroom that's got everything we've learned these past few months. Right. Mixing with the old. I mean, these kids are going to be learning more. At a, at a higher rate than, than ever. I mean, but it's going to take planning. Right. It does. And I'm going to, I've never planned more than I've planned this year. Like mm -hmm. I, like just because I'm, you know, I'm completely flipping the way I've done things. I'm flipping the way I treat my classroom and that's just the way it is, but I'm right. leaning on my neighbors to help me do it. I'm leaning on my colleagues to make me, to help me do it. I'm doing things differently that I know if I stay in the classroom, 
I'm going to be able to use Canvas in a way I never did before because I was never forced to right. do that, that, inter that integration. But it's made a whole lot of stuff in my class more organized. It's made stuff in my class um, a little more interactive for kids to be able to like talk with each other on discussion boards. So kids who, who aren't the ones to chime up in, in vocally in class now have an option to do right. it. And you know, all these things are different. And we could dive into this. I'm sure we could talk about it at, at ad nauseum if we wanted to. But I, you know, I, I think it comes down to this. If, if, if we want our, our classrooms and our schools to be like a punk show, you can't just walk in and expect the rock and roll to happen, right? right. You got to do the planning for it. And then when we plan, you have to be specific. What am I doing to add passion? What am I doing to add DIY? What am I doing to make sure that my students or my staff are in it with me, that their voices count in what I'm doing? That has to be deliberate. It just doesn't happen. Right. Right. So to wrap us up, Mike, to wrap up what we've got going on, um, our next episode, we've got a punk rock collaboration. I'm excited to share with everybody oh, for the next, really next episode. We had Nick Acosta come on to talk about uh, he's an English teacher in the Chicago area who also runs Numerality Zine, which is both a zine and a record label. Yeah. Uh, so it's a good conversation about how how DIY is that and how do you you know, having grown up in the hardcore scene, how did that translate to what he does as a classroom teacher? How does what he does as a classroom teacher influence what he does as a, you know, as a, uh, a guy who runs a zine in the scene? So that's our next episode. So make sure you check that out. You can follow us on Twitter at Punk Classrooms. Follow Mike at EduChef Earnshaw. You can follow me at Josh R. Buckley. And all of those work for Instagram as well. Yep. So and that's then, uh, where you yeah, can find so us. During the week and whatnot, uh, you can search the hashtag punk rock classrooms. Um, we're going to get our slow chats going again. You know, anytime we post anything, punk rock classrooms hashtag, I'll, it'll bring you there. And uh, Josh, what have you been listening to? All right, man. This was my pick of the week. The last week we put our picks of the week out. Every Tuesday we go ahead and we put our picks of the week out. Um, this was my pick of the week and it is sticking with me. It is a great album. Uh, Bob Mould put out a new album, this, uh, a brand new album and the dude never disappoints. He's essentially like punk rock royalty. Uh, he was, you know, in Husker Du. He put out an album, uh, called, uh, Blue Hearts. It is fantastic. It is the, uh, it's the punk rock album I needed. The guitars are fuzzy. The vocals are scream like, like that sort of gravelly screamy goodness of Husker Du and, and, and that Bob Mool's been doing super catchy album, super great album. That is what I've been listening to. How about you, sir? What's, what's been, what's been hitting you? Well, I haven't had it. I got it. I have to check that one out. But like you said last week, so many things came out. Yes, Friday. so many things came out. Um, like you, I've been listening to a lot of my pick of the week, which I did not think I was going to enjoy. Um, <laughs> Gun Kelly, who is, you know, known for being a rapper, put out a pop punk album, which Travis Barker drummed and produced on. And it's super catchy. I, I can't stop listening to it. But today, um, I was doing a lot of work in the office. And I was just thinking about, um, you know, when we when we sat down with Nick. Yeah. And so I've been listening to a lot of Half Heart, and then he mentioned Verse. He talked yeah. about that the hardcore band Verse. So right before we recorded, I was just went on Spotify and hit shuffle and just listening to uh, to Verse. And so getting back to that kind of youth crew hardcore. Uh, hardcore yeah. I've, I've been living in hardcore right now because I'm on my journey to see if I can run a hundred days straight. 
That's so and, awesome. Uh, I've got my month of September. So I'm, I just did 25 days in a row. Um, nice. it, I've got over 113 miles in the 24 days or so. So 25 days. So it's been, it's been good. Like I, I feel good. I have okay. my, my, my knees haven't been destroyed yet. So I'm feeling pretty good. I'm averaging about yeah. maybe four miles. I try never, if I don't want to go, if I don't want to go, I do too. Yeah. If I don't want to go, I'm like, okay, well, I'm at least going to run two miles. Right. That, that'll be my, I don't want to go run. Uh, but it's okay. been good. I, it, it, it's something that I can, that I can control in the crazy world of COVID. So, <laughs> you know, so everybody, thanks so much for tuning in folks. We appreciate that you're here, that you're, you've joined the crew, that you're with us on this. Remember you can find us on the internets at punkrockclassrooms.com. We've got our blog up. We've got the podcast there. You can see the show notes. You can go to the merch store, go to our merch table, find a sweet shirt, uh, we got a couple different uh, shirts up there that you can check out. That's what helps us support the scene. It keeps the lights yep. on. Uh, it keeps the show going. So we appreciate all you do. Uh, and you know what, folks? Mike and I, we're going to see you at the show. Yeah.